Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we are here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today, we have our pick recaps from last week, as well as our picks for week three. And we also have a fun segment at the end of the episode for y'all where we have a sleeper and a bust for each position for week three. So stay tuned for that. But without spoiling too much, let's jump into our recap of our week two picks. So for yeah. our game picks, Ryan, I ended up going 12 and 16 for week two. I went 12 and four. So I think that's the same because you did 12 we out of 16. We, we got we, the same exact thing. I, I don't know if you kept track of which teams did you dirty, but I know which four teams did me dirty. They're the Pittsburgh. Saints, Bengals, Seahawks, and the Chiefs. Because I, I mean... I don't even know what we'll get out of the Saints move every week moving forward anymore. They're they're the biggest wild card in my books at this point, but very close <laughs> losses by the Bengals, Seahawks, and Chiefs, though. Very close. So those four teams screwed me over. I don't know which four screwed you. I think Pittsburgh might have, right? Pittsburgh, the Bengals, I the Bengals. think Minnesota. Oh, okay, okay. And I think Cincinnati. Oh, okay, okay. So we basically have different teams kind of that got us to 12 and four exactly yes so what was your overall record then i am 19 i I got 19 out of 32 correct i don't know i I got 20 so you you got 19 and 13 i'd be 20 and 12 that's not bad at all because we're doing pretty damn spicy we're both over 500 i think this week was was good compared to last 12 and four not bad at all yeah that was really really good so we're we're on the come up, you know. We can only get better from here. Only better because week three, we're week three picks. We're gonna do it right now. We're just gonna ride off this high, which is exactly that's a really great great transition to our week three picks. Ryan, Thursday night football. Although it was already played, who did you pick coming into this game? You know, who would have thought that within two weeks of the regular season, Carolina and Houston would demand this much respect from us. And uh, I, I, I know the game is over, like, because I think this week and last week, we were filming on Thursday, but after this week, we'll be fine. I think I, I chose Carolina because I said with Tyrod Taylor being injured on IR and the Texans opting to start Davis Mills, it makes it an easy go with Carolina. I mean, the Panthers are firing on all cylinders right now. No Tyrod Taylor, an improved defense, a great offense. Carolina takes care of business in Houston, and they did. To be honest, though, and the, this is the thing I want to talk about with Houston. They played okay, and that's surprising me. Like They're and not they playing played, like the Jets. And they played okay week one, week two as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like uh, they're not bad. They, they really are not. And I think, you know, it doesn't look good right now, but if you're like a Houston Texans fan, like you have something to look forward to as an organization. Yeah, like the, the, the roster isn't as bad as I made it seem it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Very, big surprise. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving on. We have Washington at Buffalo. Who did you pick, Ryan? I got Buffalo. Even though Tyler Heineke, the reigning goat, you know, like snatched a title away from Nathan Peterman, who is no longer the goat. But I think Heineke plays with swagger and I really like it. I mean, Chase Young likes it too, but I think Buffalo will prove too much for Heineke on the road this week. I will agree with you here, Ryan. I think Washington will put up points, but Buffalo will continue where they left off against Miami. You know what's crazy, too? Heineke, he's been in the league for a while. 
Never knew that. I always thought he was like kind of a younger quarterback. I mean, he's still mm-hmm. young at 28, but he's been around on multiple teams. The way that I feel like the media talks him up is like he's like a rookie or like a like a second or third year backup. Like that's only been of. on the, uh, the Washington football team who's yeah. been drafted and who's just been sitting there and now he gets his opportunity, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, moving on to the next game, we have Chicago at Cleveland. Ryan, who do you have? I think I really want to go with the upset here and go with Chicago. Matt Nagy is forced to start fields finally. And I say forced because he probably is still begging the doctor to let Andy Dalton start, but you know, mm-hmm. Andy Dalton can't start. And uh, I believe in fields, uh, Cleveland looked a little suspect against the Texans last week. I'm fading them just a bit this week. So Chicago, do not let me down. I am going with the underdog here. Dang it, Ryan, because I <laughs> thought I could get a, get a easy point ahead of you by picking Chicago. Cause you I might. picked Chicago. Too. Oh, 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 you also went Chicago. I also went Chicago. I tried to get this upset, but why Justin did you go Fields, Chicago? Oh, I think Justin Fields will get his first starter. First win as a starter. And Matt Nagy's going to be forced to start Justin Fields for the rest of the season. I like how we literally thought the same one. Okay, okay. There you go. All right, moving on. We got Baltimore at Detroit. Ryan, do I really have to ask you the answer? You don't. We can honestly move on to the next unless you want me to say what I got to say. I will say one thing. So I think we're both going to say Baltimore. Yeah. Detroit and Houston are in the same boat, in my opinion. Yeah, the the, the Detroit, not bad as at all dan dan campbell i think right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. he's doing a mighty fine job over there like they they're getting more respect i think week by week people have to unfade them because people faded them away before the season even started and then now it's kind of like you have to kind of watch out for detroit right there like i I like i like what you said there because you know people looked at their scale their schedule and their calendar was like okay got two bye weeks we're playing play Detroit this <laughs> got two bye weeks yeah yeah you but know what's no. funny I yeah. thought the Jets might have been better than Detroit but I'm wrong I thought the Jets are the team that are trying to get it together the Jets and Jacksonville see and that, that's yeah. the point I was gonna bring up like if I'm Jacksonville if I'm a Jacksonville fan I'm scared like I I, I don't sleep well at night but if I'm Detroit and I'm Houston I know that the foundation is there yeah, as in, like, you don't care if it's a win or loss because you're not expecting a Super Bowl appearance this year. You mm-hmm. just know that your team's trending in the right direction. Yeah, you know, you know, very good comparison, really quickly. It's like Matt Rule and the Panthers. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they, 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 what, they won like only like six games, but the coaching was there. The foundation was there. They just needed playmakers. They yeah. bring in Sam Darnold. There you go. Problem solved. I agree. Can't agree yeah. more. Uh, moving on. Arizona and Jacksonville. Yes. You want to hear a quote? Yeah. yeah. Every week, it is like playing Alabama when he described it to Vic Fangio before the week two game. But I'm not an expert. But I think to Urban Meyer, I think Arizona might be just a little bit better than Alabama. So uh, I think he's in for another ride this week. I'm sorry. He's going to start the season 0-3. My condolences to you or Mr. Urban Meyer, however you like to be addressed. Arizona's going to pop off again. They, they, they will. I mean, hopefully, ho- hopefully, like, I mean, Rondell Moore, you think? Yes. Oh. Yeah, like start that. anyone. Start, <laughs> start AJ yeah. Green if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, 
be confident starting AJ Green if you have to. Yeah, you know, don't even put him in flex. Put him as a wide receiver too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes no difference, but I love the confidence. <laughs> Maybe Urban Meyer will get to play like Rutgers or Purdue next week. Hopefully, yeah. I don't even know who they play week four, but hopefully, it gets easier for him. I hope and so. Duval I... or whatever they call themselves too. Whatever it is, but <laughs> yeah. Here's an interesting game, though. We have a division battle with the Chargers and the Chiefs. I think an ugly interception and a costly fumble in the fourth quarter against the Ravens on Monday night ruined the Chiefs' night, like, really quick. Uh, good old division rivalry with no sign of Herbert slowing down. And I think one name that we haven't mentioned so far that I think deserves to be mentioned, Mike Williams. Ooh, he is nice. uh, picking up steam, like... You know, the tea tea kettle, you know, making that steaming noise already. Yeah. yeah. I think it will be a, a close one. I think it could be even a shootout high scoring potentially, but Casey will close it out. Ooh, I like that. Okay. You brought up two points, but I'm going to do my game pick really quick. I have Kansas City. I think I agree with you. The game will be very close. I just can't see myself um, witnessing Kansas City losing back-to-back games. Especially with this one in KC. Oh, yeah, it's really hard, but you bring up Mike Williams and it's crazy because who knew that to unlock Mike Williams potential, all you had to do was not make him a field stretcher Mm -hmm. and just throw him the ball on intermediate routes. Crazy how Anthony Lynn couldn't figure that out for two years. Yeah, that's why he's gone. But (laughs) Keenan Allen slow is he slowing down has he lost his job to mike williams that's something to to keep an eye out for well keenan allen was never like if you're talking slowing down on the field i mean i think the guy actually no we'll we'll, we'll just watch for it maybe we'll talk about him <laughs> next week after the game when we maybe. have more time to, to, to analyze it yeah maybe he might maybe. become a takeaway for next week exactly all right moving on we have the new orleans saints traveling to the other new place new england right uh, yeah I have a game for you. You pick heads or tails. Really? <laughs> that, 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 that'll decide if New Orleans will show up or not. Like, like I said, this team's a huge wild card. Week one, we thought Jameis Winston, this is the rebirth of Jameis Winston. Week two, like the death of Jameis Winston. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to get. That's the problem. That's why, I mean, at this point, is it a coin flip for you too? Like, how do you know which New Orleans are you going to get? Because if you get week one, New Orleans, they might beat New England. And Because can New England keep up? I don't know. You're right. See, Jameis tricked us because, you know, we we're like, oh, his 30-30 season's gone. Nah. Yeah. No. Just picked a new way to do it. Five <laughs> TDs the first game, two interceptions game two, three game three. Then we reset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's instead of getting an equal number of TDs and interceptions to keep in the same game to keep the game close, he decided to go pop off in one game, poop the bed the next game, and he'll pop off again. Yeah, exactly. And poop the bed again. God we just don't man. know which one we're going to get. So that's why, I mean, if I really had to choose, I'm going to go New England. All right. This in Foxborough? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with that. Give me the Saints. I think they're going to bounce back. I just can't see... I can't see them balling up Alvin Kamara, which they probably will because that's what Bill Belichick does. He looks at one player and he's like, all right, he can't score. Yeah, you're gone. You're gone gone for this week. And then he's actually gone? (laughs) Yeah, he disappears. They literally put him on an island for a week. I think that's going to be Alvin Kamara, but it's fine. I think that they'll still 
have a productive game. And I think Mac Jones will struggle against the New Orleans Saints defense, like what Aaron Rodgers did. The first pick where we uh, separate and go separate ways. Yeah, hopefully I need to catch up. So hopefully there's some other ones that we kind of not agree on. Maybe this one is Atlanta at the Giants. Who do you have, Ryan? Oh, man. Uh, you know, th- this game can't have a happy ending because some team's going to fall to 0-3. <laughs> I mean, the Giants almost beat out the, the football team. But, I mean, uh, Dylan Jones really mobile, and I stand by what I said earlier. So, New York Giants will, 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 will lead. You know, I like DJ. That'll be his nickname, DJ. DJ, I like that. Okay. You pick DJ. I'm picking Saquon Barkley. I think this is his get right game. I'm sticking with the Giants as well. And I think the I think the Giants offense as a whole is gonna look really good against Atlanta. True. That's just True. what I have to say about that. But yeah, moving on. We have Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Who do you have, Ryan? Just a quick no on this one. I thought I want to bring up. Do you remember when this rivalry got everyone talking about the game like the next day? Because it was like Fontes Perfect, A B, uh, Adam Jones and one guy, Juju. It was Juju. Who, who got smacked, yeah. And then it was like these four dudes just on the field literally playing a different sport. It was crazy. But see, I don't think today's games has hits like that anymore, but I think it's still a very hot rivalry. Uh, I'll go with Pittsburgh despite injuries on the defense and a, question, and a kind of questionable offense, but I'll still roll with Pittsburgh. I am... Man, you're going Pittsburgh, and I almost changed my answer to Cincinnati, but I'm going to stick with Pittsburgh you this week. To, you have to. I will, just because T. Higgins is questionable. Ah, well, so I think it's also answer. because Pittsburgh, even though they lost last week to the Raiders, they kept it pretty close for most of the game. True. True. Yeah. I feel like I – mean, I think Joe Burrow might, might struggle against Pittsburgh's defense. Potentially. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not convinced with Joe Burrow. I think he's an okay quarterback, but, like – Hasn't proven I, that he's like the top, right? I think he's like Matthew Stafford. Okay. In Detroit. Not bad. Yeah. All right. Moving on. We have a couple more, Ryan. It is the Indianapolis Colts traveling to their rival, the Tennessee Titans. Ryan, who do you have here for this AFC South battle? I'm a fan of Sam Ellinger, not Jacob Eason or Eason, however you say it. So uh, I think you know who I'm going with. Ah. Tennessee, I'm going with Tennessee too. I think they carry their momentum from their overtime victory against the Seahawks and they just, they trample the Colts with no, is Carson Wentz um, out yet? Or is he like officially ruled out? Or is he still He's not officially him? ruled out, but he, it's not looking good for him. Uh, trending in the wrong direction. as Trend, Yes, trending in the wrong direction. Taking a step backwards, if you will. I see. All right. Moving in the wrong direction. Moving in the wrong direction. Kind of like this next team. Going against the wave. (laughs) Okay. I'll stop. I'll stop with the metaphors. You know, you just described the New York Jets who are traveling Uh, to Denver. uh, Ryan, will Denver be 3-0? I hate to say this, but you get to enjoy it one more week, Denver fans. You're the only team stopping the Raiders from being at the top. And because you get the Jets in week three, you're going to win because the Jets are too much of a question mark right now. They have, I, I honestly think the Jets have the talent, but it's just not gelling yet. It's not, it's, it's not like coming together just yet. I thought the Jets would have been better already. I've been proven wrong. Denver wins here. Like the pick, Denver wins. I think they'll just they'll run all over the Jets' defense. 
there is something I want to mention though. Michael Carter is a player that you want to keep on your radar as well as Elijah Moore. I think that they might, they're going to take over soon. Are they going to do well and be productive and be like a wide receiver one or running back one? No, but I think they're going to be potential flex plays or even RB2. RB2 yeah. Low, low end. Yeah. That's still value. But yeah. As long right. as Zach Wilson can figure it out, those two will be fine. Ah, nice. Yes. A team who I don't even know who's going to play quarterback. I think, I think it's Jacoby Brissett. Yes. It's Jacoby. Nehemiah. Miami is going to Las Vegas. Who do you have, Ryan? Uh, you already know. You already know. Who do you have? I want to know who you got. I bet against Vegas twice and I lost. So. I can't do it three times in a, no, row, no. in a row. See, 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 the problem is here is with your luck, you choosing Vegas, you just cursed our team. Ah, they're yes. they're, 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 they're going to lose to Miami this week. They're going to pull a face mask just like last year. And then, yeah, God damn it. <laughs> it's going to pop off again. Again. All right. <laughs> but yeah, moving on. This is an exciting game. This is probably one of my favorite games this week. It's Tampa Bay traveling to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Ryan, we might, we might have our different pick this game. Who do you have? So I, I have the most to say about this matchup. I think this matchup is going to be the spiciest matchup of week three, not just because two 3-0 and teams are going against each other, but it's like, I think this could be the NFC Championship preview game, potentially, okay. in the making. I mean, San Francisco could be up there too. Green Bay, we don't know, but I think th- this could be one of the options. Uh, and I don't know why this game won't be flexed into prime time. It makes no sense to me. But I think I'm going to go with the Bucks here. AB is out, but who cares? You still have Gronk. You have Scotty Miller. You have options. The Rams might be one-dimensional, I feel, and rely on Stafford with Daryl Henderson out or potentially out. And like Sony, Sony Michelle being way too new. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Have our... Our next different pick, I'm going with the Rams at home. They're going to be one-dimensional, but I mean, I'm not saying that Stafford's better than Dak Prescott, but they're going to follow the same formula. They have two really good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup's going to pop off. Robert Woods is going to pop off as well. Mark my freaking words, Robert Woods is going to pop off, I swear. <laughs> I, had, I drafted him too damn high for him to not pop off against Tampa Bay this week. Watch him not pop off. I swear to God, I swear. If season Do you know who wins, else would pop off? Cooper Cup. I bet you he's going to go three-plus TDs. I'm sorry. <laughs> the connection is there, just saying. He's been ignoring Robert Woods. I swear, if Robert Woods does not do well, I swear he will be one of my takeaways next week. What, what is well to you? Uh, uh, what, what number is the line for well versus not well? Man, I... I either want 100 yards or a touchdown. Or a touchdown. I'm not even asking for both, Ryan. And you're not even asking for a point total. You just want at least one touchdown or 100 yards. Yeah, the, the man can get one catch, one target, one TD. I'll be okay. And one yard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You see, this, this man set the bar real low. You're down bad, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, I have the Rams winning this one. I think it'll be a, it's going to be an absolute shootout. And like what you said, it could be a playoff matchup that we're going to see come January or February next year. Moving on, we have Seattle making their way to Minnesota. Ryan, who do you have winning this game? 
Seattle should have won last week. That's all I wanted to say. Um, and I trust Pete Carroll and the new look offense they have right now. I like the way it looks. So I'm going to go with Seattle. I will be picking Minnesota for this. Wow. Game. I don't know if you remember. Third last game. Year, third Real. game. This is going to change it up. I, I hope I could take the lead on this one. But last year, Minnesota and Seattle played. I think it was on prime time. Seattle lost, and it was that, that really late run with Russell Wilson. I don't think Minnesota is going to make the same mistake twice. They look really good on offense. Can their defense hold? Eh, they'll win like Tennessee did. Okay. Okay. All right. I hope you're and- wrong. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, we have our two primetime games. We have the Sunday night football game, which is Green Bay traveling to Santa Clara to play the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, right. Who do you have? <laughs> It's not a bad consolation prize for not getting Tampa Bay and the Rams in prime time. A.A. Ron comes back to the Bay. Uh, I don't think you're going to like me for this one. I think we're, this is where we're going to have our fourth game discrepancy. I went with San Francisco the past two weeks, so you can't say I'm a hater. It's just this week, I think Green Bay is going to win. I think your guys' cornerback situation is a little sus. You know, you kind of let Jalen Hurts, you know, shred you guys up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is not um, Jalen Hurts coming to town. This is A. Abron with Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. who got four TDs last week. So, mm-hmm. Green Bay. Going to have to pick San Francisco on this one. <laughs> I figured. I figured. Yeah. Care um, to explain? Yes. If Detroit was able to put up points against Green Bay, the 49ers came. <laughs> I Honestly. Agree. They'll go toe-to-toe. I mean, yes, Green Bay was going to put up points, which is why I'm not starting San Francisco's defense. No one should right now this week. But they'll score points. And I think George Kittle's going to pop off. And I think Brandon Ayuk is actually going to have a pretty big game. So he's going to come back from the dead? Yeah, exactly. He's going to pop out of nowhere when everyone already forgot his name? When everyone's about to drop him. On the way, so he's gonna pop up. Yeah, he's gonna pop up. But yeah, right. our last game, Monday Night Football, Philly at Dallas. Ryan, who do you have winning this game? I went with Dallas last week, and it won't change this week. Dak attack. All right, the Philly specials coming to Dallas. Oh, you're Dak going Prescott Philly. Will oh, get oh, his first win <laughs> in Dallas in over a year. He said Philly special. I was like, that sounds kind of positive for Philly. I know they ran the Philly special against the Niners. And it, didn't it, didn't, it didn't work. It didn't work. It looked horrendous. Because you need Nick Foles for the Philly special. Uh, That's what they were missing. They're missing the key player. It was obviously tough. But yeah, all right. Those were our game picks, Ryan. To end off this episode really quickly, who are your sleepers of the week for week three? Uh, QB sleeper, Daniel Jones. I think uh, he's going against the Falcons, possibly, if not the worst defense in the league right now. Not huge on Evan Ingram, but he's coming back this week. So, hey, it's another target for Daniel Jones. But does he even need the targets? Who knows? Because he got wheels. He'll probably drop 100 yards on these guys. We'll see. I uh, he had a great fantasy game with Washington's defense. So, QB sleeper, Daniel Jones. RB sleeper, I got James White. You see, the problem with James White is no one's happy to say they're starting James White. It's not a sexy draft pick when you draft him, nor is it a sexy start. Why? I really don't know why people don't like James White, but I think you should put him in your flex and you'll be happy come Sunday night. 
uh, for the last two games, he got at least four to five touches and six to seven targets per game, scored nine, 15 points respectively. So that's why I think, you know, I think he can expose the Saints in week three in Foxborough with a floor of 10 points. That's my bold prediction. So your alley is going to get double digit points from James White, my wide receiver sleeper. I believe you have this guy on your team, even though he's not rostered that much, I think. But Darnell Mooney, I think with Justin Fields starting, I think Darnell Mooney would be that main beneficiary. Right now, he's getting about 25% of the team's targets. Fields looks to Mooney based on the targets data. I, I think it's looking good for him. And then tight end sleeper. I don't see the problem with the tight end sleeper I struggled with. And since we're switching off each week, you know, doing sleeper and bus, I think you're going to struggle with tight end sleepers because you can't stream tight ends anymore. There's not that many good ones to stream. So then I kind of dug deep. I went with Pat Freyermuth. Have you heard of his name? The Steelers. The Steelers. Yeah. So I didn't know of him until last week, but he's not bad out there. Like he's a big dude, runs pretty quick. I, and I think the only reason I put him here is with Deontay Johnson possibly out. Why not put him here? You know, Chase Claypool isn't, like I, like I mentioned earlier, he's not really making the most of his targets. Juju's catching stuff that's really close. And he's like, you know, he's all, he's a yak guy, yards after catch. So I think Pat Freyermuth might benefit a little bit this week. Who, who, who are the busts? Who are the busts this week? My first pick at quarterback, it's going to be Ryan Tannehill who's playing Indianapolis, tough defense. Ryan Tannehill has not done enough, in my opinion, to deserve his spot in starting rosters. I think that there are better quarterbacks, which I think we talked about in, in an episode previously. Pick up a Derek Carr, pick up a, a Daniel Jones against a bad a bad defense, right? In Atlanta, yeah, like what you just talked about. Definitely. I think he'll do better than Ryan Tannehill this week. In terms of a running back, Mike Davis playing against the Giants. The Giants have a very good front seven. Mike Davis, I think he's losing his job. I think I think he's about to be a bust every week. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> he won't be starting. <laughs> My segment's not going to be busts of the week. It's, it's busts, busts every week. Busts every week. There's a good chance Ryan Tannehill could fit that category because if Derrick Henry keeps exploding, like Ryan Tannehill doesn't need to do much to win the game. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, that's also why I'm a little worried about A.J. Brown, but well, we'll talk about that in due time. I'm not going to change this man's first name from Mike Davis. We're going to Mike Evans as my wide receiver who's going to bust this week against the Rams. Yeah. He's going to line up against Jalen Ramsey, and that's just scary. I feel like Mike Evans doesn't hang with good cornerbacks. I don't – not going to lie – I feel bad for the people who drafted him. I like him as a player, but in fantasy, he's just too damn inconsistent every year. There's no year where he's consistent and people still draft him so high. I don't get it. I really don't. He's a glorified Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Oh my God. You have no idea when you're going to really good. Yeah. You have no idea when to start him, but you have to start him every week. That is very true. Very true. No, but I think what's frustrating, though, is that when Tyler Lockett doesn't get points, he's still getting like a decent amount of targets where you don't feel bad. Sometimes they just don't throw the ball to Mike Evans way. They just let him run the route and the ball doesn't even come to him. I think I'll never forget the year I drafted Mike Evans and he had 11 targets on no catches. I think it was no catches. Yeah, he, he, I just don't understand it, man. It's 
That's why of the year, bust of the year. I'm calling it. Ooh, we, I don't know if we ever did a bust of the year, but maybe we should do that. But um, moving on to tight end, it's also equally hard to think of a bust because there's like you know they're all they're all just gonna do okay. They're all just gonna do okay unless you have like a top. You know what's tough? Mark Andrews not even that great this year. Mark Andrews not even that great. George Kittle's not even that great. So it's like you have a top two option, Kelsey and Waller. But Waller kind of like fell off last week. I mean, not he fell off from his normal performance, but compare that to what other tight ends were doing, he was doing just fine. Isn't TJ Hawkinson tight end two now? I think so, yeah. After his because he scored like Monday? what 13 and 13 or 15 points in both games. Yeah. So something to keep an eye out for, but my bust of the week. It's a tight end that was hyped up during the preseason. It's Logan Thomas traveling to play Buffalo. I think Buffalo just has a really good defense, and I don't think he has the same connection with Taylor Heineke as he does with Ryan Fitzpatrick because I think Taylor Heineke is just locked in with Terry McLaurin. I think so. Plus, lo- yeah, Logan Thomas, XQB. Can't trust XQ. Got it. But, yeah, that's all I had for, for this episode, Ryan. Same here. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team for wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we run it back by making our game picks for week four. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.